Peace, peace. Welcome to In My Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Carter. First and foremost, hope all is well with uh, each and one of you guys out there. Today is July 4th. I believe this is episode 86, 85, 86. So also, I'm coming up on uh, two years. <laughs> so it's about to be uh, two years, uh, July 14th. And again, I started this podcast uh, through during the uh, pandemic, a couple of months after the uh, pandemic started. So again, this podcast is about being a self-improvement, being a critical thinker, and uh, improving our mental health in the time like this that we're living in. And today I have a special guest. I have with me uh, Tanika. <laughs> How you doing, Tanika? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's everything? I'm doing good. I'm very, I'm very well. I'm so excited to hear this upcoming of two years. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I say congratulations to you. That's major feat. Yeah. A lot of people tried to start something in uh, the pandemic and yeah. didn't, <laughs> didn't get to two years. Gotcha. So it's a celebration. You should be very proud. Gotcha, gotcha. So you got a nice personality. Are you single? I am not. Okay. I am oh, not. Darn I am it. lucky in love right now. So we'll see how that goes. It's a new uh, experience for me. Yeah. Um, a new surprise. Uh, yeah. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Who, who would you want that to go? No, don't answer that. So we're going to talk about that today yeah. <laughs> on the uh, on the podcast. And uh, you know, we talked. I talked about this before about the power of the, the tongue and you know the words having creative power and mm-hmm. believe that. Uh, you know, I'm a believer, so I do believe that the things that we say we will my opinion, eat the fruit or uh, the manifestation of what we say, you know, we can see it come to pass. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I'm talking about today, just the power of the words, the importance of having a, a, a vision. And um, I think it falls in line with the purpose of this podcast, which is, um, you know, self-improvement, being a critical thinker, and also um, monitoring and improving our, our mental health. Um, so when I say... Uh, when I talk about the when I say the importance of um, when I say manifesting, I, what really comes to my mind is talking of is is in a sense you're basically saying out loud, right? You're externally saying what you are want to. You're 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 verbalizing what you want to see, what you what you. What you see, right? But it hasn't manifested itself yet, right? So you have this idea of what you want, right? And that's what's going to drive you to get it. And you are, um, you're kind of like, in a sense, you're speaking it before it happens, right? So I believe that when I say, uh, when I think about manifestation, I think about, Casting the vision, or you know, speaking at speaking at something that's not yet, I believe that it's basically you are casting internally what you believe that is going to happen, and you're going to see it in the external, mm-hmm. the physical realm, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I what I well, what I get from when I say uh, the manifestation. Uh, what kind of comes to your mind when you hear that word manifested? And um, cast a vision. Like, what, what, what comes to your mind when you hear that? Well, 
first thing that came to mind was a question. Um, and I think the question for me is, what's the difference between vision casting and manifesting? Because we hear a lot, especially now, about like manifestations. I'm manifesting yeah. this into my life. I'm manifesting this. And as you said, I'm also a believer. And so I think when you have, um, you know, scriptures, I will say, um, be mindful of your thoughts as a man thinketh, so is he. Yeah. That's like a being, right? That you're actually confirming what you are. Yeah. Um, And then you have other scriptures that talk about the power of the tongue or... um, ask and you shall receive which is about you know actually receiving something or like what you're saying actually going to see something come to fruition so i think for most people is trying to decide are you trying to solidify who you are and like what you believe like your foundation or are you trying to receive something like new right mm-hmm. because it's two different things yeah when it talks about speaking that's more about receiving or having something come to you that means your foundation is already set okay right it's kind of like i'm already sure where i am i'm strong instead of where i am but i would like more i would like to see an enhancement i would like to see um some improvement or just more abundance yeah. While I think the other one is about um, your thoughts, which is like, hey, I deserve this. I'm worthy of this. This is who I am. I'm very solid on this. I'm confident in who I am. And therefore, now I can ask for abundance in this space. So the first thing I think about is, am I in a good space to want to be in abundance? Right? Because... Okay. I can't, I can say I want abundance, I want prosperity and still not, and have a shaky foundation that whatever's going to come to me may not stay, right? Mm-hmm. It may not be settled, it may not be strong because I don't have a strong foundation to maintain it, mm-hmm. right? Or to even receive it in a healthy way, yeah. right? But if I am strong in who I am, I'm very confident in who I am, there's no things I'm still trying to explore or anything like that. And of course, people still are developing throughout their, their lifetime. So it's not that you wouldn't grow personally, but it's there is an ease, there is a settlement to that where it's like, all right, I'm good where I'm at, but I would love yeah. to get this. <laughs> I would have aspirations to see this. I want to, I'm ready for the next level in my yeah. life. Yeah. And therefore, I'm going to need to speak those things as if it's already coming to me, right? Yeah. And so, that's the first question that came to mind. Uh, the second question is, not even a question, it's more, I got scared, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, when you were talking about, oh, we're going to do, I was like, oh. And I think that we don't talk about that enough with a lot of people, about the fear of vision casting. Mm. I think that people think oh, they might leave something out. I forgot to mention one more thing. Or yeah. I would love this, but I'm not sure if I deserve it. I don't really feel like I can get it. Let me just try this out. And if it don't happen after 30 days, it was a waste of my time type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's I think there's a difference between people who are boldly saying, this is what I'm, 
I want to have. Mm-hmm. I want to have a new car. I want a new family. I want to get married. I want to get engaged. I want to be have a child. I want to have a new job. I want to whatever it might be. I want more peace of mind. Whatever it might be, right? Yeah. And um, that can be written mm-hmm. and also can be spoken. But it's I think the speaking adds another level to it. I hear a lot of people saying the writing. Yeah. And then they go back to the list mm-hmm. to see, like, oh, my gosh, I did write all those things and blah, yeah. blah, um, But I think that element of, like, writing it or saying it without reservation. Yeah. That is the thing that made me quiver. It's like, I don't know if I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think um, like you said, once we speak stuff and we stop putting names into action... I think it's the the thing that we all deal with is is change. Like something has to change. You know, you mm. can't put new stuff in like a you know an old bottle or something like that. You mm. know, and I think um, that's the biggest, the biggest you know the biggest challenge. But for you know, it's all in perspective. You know how you look at things and your thoughts about it. Because you know, why is it a good thing to, you know, to kind of want to expand? I think with expanding it, it comes the character has to like you were talking about like it has to be able to handle it mm-hmm. I think it comes with like you know self-improvement on our, our character and our you know being more disciplined and we talked about that and uh, being more consistent you know being honest um, you know whatever those uh, characteristics are that we need within that particular thing that we're doing I think that's what helps us to sustain um, a new role because all of it is all it really is is stepping into a new role, and I think new roles has, they have a demand, and sometimes you know we don't necessarily know what the demand is or what the cost is, but I think that's, I think so. In my opinion, in, in self improvement is always is key. Got to be continual because, okay, if I say now that you know I want to let's say start my own business or I want to take on more clients, um, in my opinion because of that new role we don't know the demands but also our um it's some things about ourselves that we gotta be flexible with and and to try to improve upon and character wise so that um you know when we start making more money and we gotta do taxes and we gotta um meet new people and you know we could be presented with new opportunities because we meet people that got more money and um you know would i try to bend the rules you know what <laughs> If somebody tried to get, you know, want me to do a new contract and it's unnecessarily aligned with what my passion is, you know, would I just take the money? You know, so I think it's a lot of things. And so also, I don't want to do things. I've learned in life. I have made some bad decisions. Well, I don't mm-hmm. want to do things out of desperation. And I mm-hmm. think that, um, so for example, if, okay, I'm vision casting and I'm like I want to have uh, a new I want to have a contract where I'm making $50,000 you know I'm, um, but you know money is funny and stuff like that I'm not well, I want to be financially I'm desperate for money and then somebody say hey well I can offer you $100,000 contract but you know this is you know it's definitely far fetched but they could say, hey, but um, I don't really want you to put that much effort into it. I wanted to just say that we're doing this. 
right? And but you don't necessarily really got to do the work, but I want to, we got to get this money to somebody to do it. Um, and because if I need the money, would I, would I take it? You know, what would, would I allow my, you know, my mobility and with the things I'm dealing with, but I allow it to compromise, you know, my character just for a little bit of extra money, you know? So I think, mm. I think in terms of what, um, well, I think that's interesting. So that's I wanna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, I'm not playing devil's advocate, but I'm gonna push yeah. a little bit here because yeah. I think there's a perception that it's like a high value, like it's a moral value perception, mm. right? Where it's yeah. like, oh, I don't wanna accept more money doing something that I'm not really passionate about or more yeah. money when they're telling me I don't, I don't have to really work, but they just want to give it away. And the reality is, is that, um, is that really changing your passion, though? I read a book, and the reason why I say this is I read a book recently where a guy, he got an opportunity mm-hmm. that was not aligned with his passion at all. Yeah. Right? And so he took the job, and it was something just like, you know, mediocre, but they gave him... Um, like an opportunity to teach a class for an hour and they gave him a certain subject that was not in his passion. Mm-hmm. And the subject was like leadership. And he wanted to talk about like policy, uh, philosophy, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, but he was like, okay, they gave me the curriculum for leadership. And he took the class. It was not in alignment. But what he did was that he... Uh, taught leadership in the process of including philosophy and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that it completely eliminated what he was passionate about, but he found out how to combine it or to intertwine it into the class so that he felt like it was still a piece of him, representing yeah. a piece of him. Gotcha. And what I find is that a lot of people will say, oh, it's on leadership, that's not what I'm interested in, and they'll do away with an opportunity yeah. that did not confine them at all it's just that they didn't present it they didn't include their own passions in it like i can be teaching on one subject and they say it's like oh we want you to come in for this i'm like okay if i'm doesn't stop me this is in a contract where i can't talk about something else but most likely it's not um so i always think about that because i think a lot of us miss opportunities because of how we're reading it we don't look beyond like Okay, they said this, I can do that, but I'm also going to do this. I'm also going to represent this. I'm also going to do this, right? And I think a lot of us will miss out on an opportunity like that, a contract like that, because we will only read it with just the black and white type that they gave us. We don't read the in between the lines for other opportunities. And so that's one thing that um, I personally am working on, too, because, like, I really want to expand. I really want to do some you know, some creative things, but I'm realizing that the things that I thought were, um, well, there still are values, but a lot of the things that I thought are the processes or things that I was doing before are actually might hold me back now, right? Okay. So, like, um, if I was like, oh, I've seen how this person does their business and they got screwed or mm-hmm. they lost the opportunity because of this or, you know, it seems like they only want people for these jobs and I only want to teach this. And it's like, well, why can't you? Why can't you do both? 
right? Nothing's stopping you from being in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, past trauma or other people's mm-hmm. experiences will taint my ability to move forward. Yeah. Right? So because I know another person or I might even know that person directly, but I heard about yeah. a certain experience that doesn't that stops me from exploring the opportunity in front of me because yeah. of what I heard somebody else do. And it might not even be the same company. Yeah. I don't have nothing to do yeah, with the current space, but I'm absolutely. stopping. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm stopping my yeah. ability to move forward or my opportunity because I'm depending on somebody else's he says she said experience, which may not even be all the way reality or truthful. And I'm saying, oh, I'm protecting myself. When yeah. reality, I'm not protecting myself. I'm actually hurting myself mm. and then still want to keep writing manifestations and still vision casting. And I keep yeah. getting the same opportunity presented to me. It's like, no, that's not the opportunity they want. Yeah. Maybe that's supposed to be the gate to your opportunity, but you keep, you know, holding on to past stuff. And past like thoughts and theories that won't move you forward, and you keep saying, "Oh, this manifestation don't work," or yeah, "There's yeah. no point in me keep imagining. I'm just gonna stay where I'm at and not move forward because you're scared that it's not in a perfect box that you thought it was gonna yeah. be in." Yeah, I think it's what we talked about it before, like you know, our thoughts and um, mm-hmm. you know, perspectives and stuff like that, and um, and I do believe that it's the self affirmations, it's the positive things that we say to ourselves that. Help us move us to that point, um, you know, to, you know, at least try or to get over the apprehensions we might have in a sense. But, yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that occurs, in my opinion, is that the brain remembers and it try to keeps us safe, you know, from mm. um, from making mistakes or, or, or from failing. But I think um, I did a podcast on it, man, and I don't really see I don't I don't mind failing. You know, mm-hmm. but I do, uh, but I do want to fail. If I, if I do fail, I want to fail. I want to be able to learn from my mistakes, you know, because, you know, it's kind of like a first attempt at learning. You know, I think that, like you said, you know, we hear vicarious, you know, we, these stories from other people about, hey, they tried this and it failed. But I, one, one thing to happen, I could, you know, like you said, I could, um, see what they did and try to do it, you know, in a different way, right? <laughs> I could try to change up what they did or I could, try, you know, learn from it or I can let it, you know, in a sense, let it stop me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So well, I, See, I don't see that as failing. I see failing is the inability to not or not try to learn from your experience. I feel like it's just life lessons. It's just, I, just I, it's me learning the process. If yeah. I'm trying to learn from a mistake and still keep trying, yeah. I didn't fail at all. I mean, okay, um, it's like semantics, but I get you. I mean, you, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, and again, you, it's a good point because in life, it's how you look at it, mm-hmm. you know, because actuality, I didn't get what I want, but I don't got to name it failing. I can name it, you know, again, we can reclaim it. And that's power of the word is manifestation because failing does come with some type of negative connotations, some type. And they, I want I want to get all spooky, but they say that it's almost like a spell, right? A spelling, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, so. I just think anyway, of like, so I think it was like an IKEA spelling, spelling, furniture, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah I get IKEA furniture. spell. Say so that. Oh gosh. See. Um, IKEA furniture. There's the instruction that anybody ever got. 
IKEA furniture. You yeah. know you're gonna get the that booklet yeah. of instructions, and either you sit down and read it or you don't. But even yeah. if you did, you're still gonna be looking lost um, yeah. with the instructions. Now I could put something halfway together and be like, "Oh, I fail." Yeah. But no, I just need to go back and read it, look at it in a different perspective, figure it, figure it out. Failing would be, this don't work, then we bring it all the way back to the store. That's to me, that's what I was kind of trying to like say. like. Yeah, but but I think I think you get to that point based off of what you tell yourself. So you're manifesting it based off of your words. And I think that sometimes, hmm. you know, when you think about it, so if I say, man, I fail, now I'm thinking that what comes along with that. I think that's for you know each person to kind of like um, examine, because I can say I failed, and be like, well, let me try to, um, I'm, I can say I failed, but I'm not a failure. Now I need to uh, find something, a new way to do it to get extra help. Or you can say I failed. Um, my mother told me I was a failure. Now it confirmed what my teacher told me, and then um, I failed in these relationships. <laughs> I failed, and um, I remember when I failed in school. So now I'm starting to feel as though that I am a failure completely. And then it's, it's um, now I don't even want to try again. And it's based upon what, what we tell ourselves. So I think that the words and our beliefs is what carry us from, um, from step to step. Mm. You know, that's why I think the, the manifestation of our words, what we dwell on is so important. And you know, I think sometimes they talk about combating negative thoughts and stopping ourselves at those particular thoughts because the thoughts is so key because if we're not careful, you know, the thoughts can become feelings, they come be, become behaviors and just mm-hmm. manifest off of it because of the situation, you know what I mean, the situation we put ourselves in. I think that's kind of what we're talking about today is just the sometimes manifestation, you know, casting vision um, is, it's, you know what I mean, it's so, it's so key to, you know, to a point because it's the thing that's going to propel us um, to getting what we want and it's the words and the beliefs that we have and stuff like that because sometimes like you know I may mean, not believe it or not that's um, what I think about wording though like what you were just saying to yeah. me sounded like normalizing that you're not going to be good at everything right so yeah. like the new phrase that Tyler says like it's just not my gift or it's just not my ministry this, uh, uh, that's the realization that I'm, just, I'm not going to be good at everything Right. So although I wanted this teacher certification or I wanted to do like, you know, whatever, I wanted to pass this class, whatever. And I took it four times. I didn't pass it. Now, if you really are like, I know I'm supposed to do this and then you're going to keep going for it. Right. Yeah. But some people are just going to be like, if I'm real honest myself, mm -mm." the same for me. I might be good at teaching like a style of teaching, but I might not be the mold of the teaching that's set, right, yeah. to pass this test. So does that stop you from embodying being a teacher or teaching? Absolutely not. Yeah. You just might not be able to teach in their environment that they deem would need to pass this test from, but it doesn't stop you from being a teacher. Got you. You know? So I yeah. think, like, it allows people to say, I'm not I'm not in that mold, Yeah. but I have this passion, I have this, this um, ability to do this, and I might not get paid to do like the in the like standard practice or whatever test approved, but outside of that, I'm still recognized as a teacher. I'm still recognized. You know what I mean? Because I'm still doing that. Yeah. 
outside of opportunities. So I, I feel like a lot of that is the, it is wording for sure. But I also feel like for me, um, I'm scared of words. I'm not gonna lie. Because once you say something, it's like etched in stone, right? So that's the thing about vision casting that makes me nervous. So like yeah. same thing with like New Year's resolutions and stuff. Okay. So we got to take a quick break. I'm gonna, uh, we'll come right back and we're going to talk about how to overcome the nervousness. Because I think that comes from the way we see ourselves. We're going to talk about that. Be right back. All right, peace, peace. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> we, are, we are back from break. We're going to have with me uh, the lovely Tanika. <laughs> you enjoy yourself? This is a good conversation. I hope your viewers are like, yes, that's how I feel, girl. That's right. So, that's <laughs> hope right. they're like that. If not, then I hope they're seeing or listening to a different perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's all the million, millions of uh, listeners out there. I hope you guys are joining. And this is the Carter Podcast. I mean, this is in my mind podcast. I'm your host, Carter. All right, so, so we're back. So, you were talking about you get to the point, right? Get a little bit of success, and now you speak certain words and now you have to live up to those words yeah so let's talk a little bit about because i, I do i think they have its place and we definitely want to highlight that uh the sometimes the pressure that comes with um having to live up to that which what we which we, we spoke right so now you got to put in actions so now you get to the point where <laughs> You know, you got the belief in it. Now you're you're actually cat saying and you're writing it down, and now you have to live up to it. The pressure of that. So, I mean, what do you? So, what what are some of your what are some of your barriers? Like, what are some of your concerns that that you face or something? Well, the truth is, I thought when I ever heard about manifestation or people talking about it, it seemed like they put on a candle and took a piece of paper out and they wrote all their hopes and dreams and they sat in front of, uh, stood in front of the mirror and yeah. said it so boldly and so confidently. But then I heard um, some other ladies talking on another podcast that was mentioning how, well, a lot of people also write their manifestations not knowing if it's going to come true. Like they were nervous writing it, but yeah. they felt it strongly. Like, man, that'd be really cool. Like, I would be so happy if this would happen. Like, that would be unbelievable. And so, to me, it was don't be afraid to write or speak the the unimaginable, right? Yeah. Because that's what manifestation is. If it's something that's easy to say, oh, I would really want to go to a restaurant next week. That could, that's pretty, like, it could be an easy thing to be accomplished, right? But if you say, I want to go to a five-star uh, restaurant in, uh, I don't know, another country somewhere yeah. that's elite, that's probably going to be a stretch, right? That means yeah. a couple other things have to happen in order for that to occur. Yeah. So it's about, you might not even have a passport when you say that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like going above and beyond. Yeah. Like it's a stretch. Manifestation mm-hmm. and vision casting should be a stretch. It shouldn't be something like, oh, I can do this next month. I'm gonna write it down and yeah. it's gonna and then it's gonna come to me. Like, no, it's supposed to be a stretch. And for me, what makes me nervous is I have to write down when I'm when my stretching is. 
right? Because most people, they're confident, especially if they're business owners or whatever, they're confident in their ability, they're confident about what they can do, right? So they can say, um, my goal is to make 10000 this year, right? 20000 this year. But it's something totally different to say, I want to make 10000 this month. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like, oh, that's going to take another level of discipline. It's going to take another level of thought, another level of like marketing, exposure, just realignment. It's a different level of saying, I want this and not just like, oh, that can happen for me. Like, oh, I can do that. It's not supposed to be in your own ability. Let me ask you this. So do you think if, so they say nature versus uh, nurture, right? So do you think if you were, you know, if you grew up in an environment, if you were around people who were, you know, were doing that, what you're talking about, if you see manifestation, if you see people say different things that they want and they, you know, vision casting and you saw it, you know, come to pass, do you think that you would be more comfortable with you actually having to perform it because you've seen people that, you know, like if you know, if it could be family members or a pastor or whoever, if you were accustomed to that type of environment, do you think that you would um, not feel this way that you're talking about now? Do you think that you'll be more comfortable with doing the vision case, casting it, and the manifestation because you've seen it, you become accustomed to it so much? Do you think I that think it's different do- about seeing the end results okay. and actually seeing the process. Mm-hmm. Process, the P word. Yeah, P. because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, manifestation. Yeah. Oh, she said she wanted to get engaged, and now she engaged. But you didn't see that she went to dating classes, how many um, online lap- apps she did, how many mm-hmm. conversations that they, she went on that didn't go well, how she had to figure out how to be you know, more confident in herself and her appearance and what she had to do. Like, you don't see any of the process, right? So, and that could, that could be for anything, not just dating, but it could be for anything, job, business. As a family member, you might be like, oh, I wanted to, I manifested that I would have my own, um, what you call it, um, building, right? And then, like, three years later, they get their own building, but you didn't see that the process of them still maintaining their business, yeah. <laughs> getting everything in order, all those things. And yes, you're celebrating with the ribbon cutting three years later and saying, oh my gosh, yeah. I never thought. But nobody's paying attention to the pro. Nobody identifies the process of manifestation. It's not, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. And all of a sudden, a yeah. year, two and a half later, you didn't do nothing. No changes mm. are made. No processes have gone through. Yeah, you yeah. lose 20. There is a process to manifestation. You have to be willing to make some adjustments to get to that end goal. Now, you might not yeah. see the results immediately. You don't know when it's going to happen. It's not necessarily all in your power because you could still you know, work towards something, but it takes something else, another layer of knowledge or level or, or support for you to get to that end goal that you didn't plan for, right? Yeah. So when you say that, I think that... Sometimes the manifestation, the words are the driving force, Mm. but I think manifestation is alignment because Mm. you can't just say, I want X, Y, and Z. I think your words start getting aligned with your Mm. beliefs and then also with your actions actions. and stuff like that, you know, so I think all of it kind of lines up. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) think about like, you know what I mean? Alignment, because now you're, you're, you're making yourself, okay, this is what I want, so I'm going towards this. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a lot of my feelings and my, you know, behaviors are going to 
making sure I do necessary steps to to get that which one I say that I want, you know. Yeah. That's what they say. So. They say you can tell a person's belief by their actions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you will know exactly if you actually just watched a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just watch them, how they interact with people, how they talk, how they are at work, outside of work. Yeah. You can literally know what they believe in. Yeah, yeah. And and, and yeah, and I agree, I agree hundred percent. And I think that the thing about it what messes up is the you know, the past traumas, like what you were saying, like, you know, one of the questions it was well, it was two questions. Um, but it was one question I thought was unique. And it was you know, from the Bible. He said, Let us let us make uh, man in our own image. And the first question that he asked man was, Who told you that? And so I think a lot of times that we have to come from we get to a um the the root of a lot of stuff, a lot of the word. So, and the craziest thing, it was a word that somebody told a person. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of goes to show the power of the words, you know, if it, you know, if it's somebody calling somebody ugly, or somebody calling somebody, you know, fat, or somebody calling somebody stupid, mm-hmm. um, if it's, you know, even, you know, black slavery just comes by the N-word mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever it might be, you know, getting to the source of, like, you know, who told you that because a lot of us still carry these still core beliefs that unconsciously we still hold on to right mm-hmm. that we kind of cleave to it makes sense because it could be somebody who we find that's significant it could be a pastor it could be um you know a care caregiver or a, mm-hmm. a pastor something like that so i think we are actually really fighting ourselves and or our and, conditioning our condition. mm-hmm. and the craziest thing well spiritual beliefs is you know can be conditioning. No, so for example, if the Bible if the Bible says that you are more than a conqueror, how can I be a conqueror when my condition tells me something else? So basically you are giving me again I'm not and I'm trying to get this not a, a spiritual podcast, but you are basically saying vision you're casting my new identity as something that I've never seen in my life and for me to conquer, you know, for me to have to defeat and overcome some things. But if you're saying this is my new identity, then you know what I mean? And then some you know what I mean, some things has to change. And I think the same thing happens with when we are doing the vision casting is the only my opinion, my own life, like well, I'm not where I'm at is because um of some of the things I have to overcome about the, the, the limitations I see upon or I think about my own self. You know, so I think sometimes the manifestation and the things that, <clears throat> um, you know, manifestation only works is the more and more positive outlook we have about ourselves. And so we can feel, my opinion, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. that we can feel like we can expand more because now we have more of a positive outlook on ourselves and I think it also kind of that's why we might try to do small increments and say I just want to start off small basically what you're saying is I want to see if I can have success right Mm -hmm. and if I can have that little bit of success then what can happen is I'll cast it out a lot you know larger and stuff like that and um yeah so I think I think um I still have to say that sometimes um 
we are our own competition. I think it was um, it's a it was a uh, TikTok or something. Some video said that like yeah, we are we are our own competition. We are you know the the biggest battle we're facing is our minds, our perspectives about that because again you know our mind holds on to to the negative things that we heard about ourselves. It holds on to our limitations, and guess what? It's to keep us safe because and it makes sense you know again because our mind remembers this stuff and associates different people different smells it could um um the way people might talk it could even like the person might even look you know our mind will say well i recorded when i was with somebody who looked like this or that or was saying this type of stuff it took advantage of me so now let me you know, stay away from people like that and protect myself. Again, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I still have to say that again, man. You know, I think, you know, the vision casting, all that stuff is a form of like of alignment. But I think the more and more we self improve on affirmations or speaking well of ourselves, is that even just working out, mm-hmm. if it's, uh, it's getting to mental health, it's just talking to people, if it's talking about our frustrations, about our traumas my opinion, all that stuff unclogs our minds so that we can expand our territory and our vision of what we see that we can accomplish and stuff like that. Um, so I'm going to tell you something that I told rambling. myself at my six month mark of this year. Okay. I said I'm just a, totally disagreeing with Kendrick Lamar. I'm not about to be humble no more. <laughs> yeah. You know, like his song, Don't Be, hum- uh, be Humble, Sit, Sit Down. Be humble. Yeah. No, mind do that. I feel like I feel like society admires confident people, right? It's like, wow, they're so confident. We love confident people because you're like, whew. But then we also, on the flip side, feel like those confident people could be arrogant and it's like, who do they think they are? And so we want them to be deemed as publicly humble. Yeah. But private, privately, like super confident, and I feel like that's exactly how we should be. I mean, that's something that I think a lot of people have gotten to the opinion of I gotta be humble at all times, which affects them because then they're like, oh, let me simmer down, let me not do too much, like with blah blah. But then we follow people who are completely opposite of that, and then we're admiring them because their confidence about how they wear, how they dress, how they play, everything, right? And so to me, I said, Tanika, no longer are you gonna walk around privately. Like you gonna you gonna tell to yourself, you're not being humble to yourself no more. You yeah. know your capabilities, you know your strengths, you know what you're capable about. So when you walk out that door every day to the rest of society or talking to society, you have a real like sincere confidence now i don't need to broadcast that publicly unless i want to but it's not to make other people uncomfortable i think that is the the thing that i loved about kanye west's um uh documentary on netflix was that it was a certainty like that man was confident he knew exactly what who was what he's gonna do how he was gonna do it and even if he was getting no's, people were just saying, oh, no, no, just be a producer. Just be. He was like, no, I'm built for this. This is who I am. And he was confident about it. Yeah. And people took it as arrogance. And they still see him as arrogant in a lot of capacities. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been proven as a great rap artist, great producer, great designer now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so many things that he's done. And... 
people are like, oh, he's still arrogant. But they love it, too, mm-hmm. because it's like, man, I need that kind of confidence to get to the next level, to like define what everybody, defy what everybody else around me is thinking and saying because I'm very confident in who I am and I yeah. know my capabilities. And I feel like we got to instill that on in our kids mm-hmm. and, and each other, our friends. Even when I talk to my friends now and they say, oh, I did this, I'm, I'm amping them up. Right, I'm not. I'm not holding back at all because I want them to know how brilliant and talented they are. Because guess what? They don't hear it enough. Yeah. Why? Because society wants to play this super humble, like, oh, you're good, but you're not that great. No, they're great. Yeah. Let people know they're great. Yeah. <laughs> Let them build their so that way it can um, allow people to manifest more boldly and be able to self improve, maybe even quicker than the normal time when there is again what you were saying some um inklings or of success or shadowings of success or acknowledgement when that is done people light up like oh my gosh i did do a great job oh my gosh i did do this and it allows you to say i can do more i can go farther i can actually share more about this Mm -hmm. but we don't and we just like oh it's okay knowing you they killed it Mm -hmm. knowing that they you know what i mean and nobody wants to get compliments you just want to kind of bash a person back oh they overconfident while you in your room struggling with whatever every day like why like let's not do that right and yeah. so to me this year <laughs> the mm-hmm. rest of this year i'm not being humble yeah i'm not i'm gonna be very confident in my abilities now i might not say that directly to people but i'm gonna walk around knowing my capabilities are and like who i am and it's and since the last couple of weeks that i've been doing it I think even my boyfriend notices a little bit of a difference. Like, mm-hmm. I'm more confidently, I'm dressing a little bit more confidently, I'm talking more confidently, I'm glowing a little bit more. Yeah. And he's just like, and he's loving it, you know? He's tapping on the booty and all that. And like, I'm like, okay. So, yeah. but but that's because it's inner work, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so people will appreciate your inner work. When mm-hmm. you do private work, it shows up publicly without you even trying. It's the yeah. private work. It's what matters. So as much private focus that you do, everybody else ar- around it will benefit publicly and acknowledge it publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Like, we're, we're not the best version of ourselves because of some of the limitations we put on ourselves or even the things that negative thoughts we have about, our, you know, we have about ourselves. And I only think, like you said, it's what we say that moves us to to greater, you know, things mm-hmm. and, and to be the best version of our, ourselves. Like, you know, and I think that's we, we place limitation on our own selves when we don't necessarily speak out things that we yeah, want. Yeah. I think uh, one of the things that we all need to learn, I need to learn as well, is to ask. And I think sometimes... It comes from our upbringing in a sense because, for me, I wouldn't ask for certain things because I knew we couldn't afford it. And so, not knowing, but knowing to me, I've learned, I, I learned of, um, is it scarcity? I, I learned that I, that I had a, a lack. And so, because of that, it um, eliminates me asking for certain things. And so it even crippled me to be able to ask for certain things and relationships or even... Or to admit um, desire. Yeah, even to admit desires because... Or even to admit struggle because like sometimes like in a church, 
you know, you don't want to talk about certain things and stuff like that. Um, so, um, so yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just the ability, you know, just to ask and, um, and to, um, you know, just to help myself get beyond that, uh, you know, was, was kind of, you know, beneficial. But yeah, I think, again, the, the, the traumas and things that we go through, if we're not careful, you know, we do the introspection and, you know, like you said, the private work so we can be public success. Somebody said, I don't want to be a public success, but in a private failure, right? Mm-hmm. But I do want to be, <laughs> uh, you know, success. private success and public success. And I do think, like you said, like, you know, we can't go, even if you think about being African-American, being black in, in the world, you, you you know, I'm not necessarily like, um, glorif- like making any excuses, but you think about some of the things that, you know, this, uh, ancestors have been through, um, this stuff is traumatic, you know, it's kind of like passed down traumas and, and passed down things that we didn't necessarily really learn about, it could be, you know, whatever, not assuming it could be about budgeting, it could be about, you know, whatever, whatever it could be, you know, and it might not necessarily really have learned. And so I think that, you know, as people, I think um, it's key that we do, like for me, I try to do, I do affirmations. I, I read on the profession that I, that I'm in. Um, I talked to a therapist before about some of the things that I've been through and stuff like that, right? And I, tr- I speak well of myself, and I do, I said, do the affirmations, and I, I do write down things that I want to accomplish because those things are going to drive me to become, you know, the best mm. version of myself. And sometimes I don't think we give ourselves a chance. So even giving, even even like trying, and if I do fail or if I don't make it. I can, you know, I can learn a new way, but I gave myself a chance. Mm-hmm. And I think, my opinion, that is the worst thing you can do with yourself here in life is like, not even give yourself a chance just to say mm-hmm. that I can't do it mm-hmm. or give you give yourself rationales of why you can't mm-hmm. as opposed to um, giving yourself why you can do it. Um, so I'll leave you with the last words. Anything you want to um, leave with the, with the audience? I say to the audience, to the listeners, to, I dare you, I'm going to dare you, actually. I'm going to dare you, if you've never written your own manifestation or your own vision for your next three to five years, or even, not even put a timeline in it, just your top goals, like what, what are the crazy lofty goals that you'd be like, whew, that would be dope, right? I want you to, I dare you to write it. I dare you to write it. Um, I dare you to be very bold in it. Write the unexpected. Write the unimaginable. Um, As a believer, uh, it says, you know, that God will bless you above what you ask or think. Yeah. Right? But if I'm thinking small, I can't be mad and get big. Right? Yeah, yeah. So write the big stuff, write the hard stuff, write the like, I can't believe I'm writing this. This is crazy stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Write that. Um, so I dare you to do it. I'm challenging myself to do the same. I wrote my first manifestations last year. Um, a lot of it is coming to fruition now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So it's um, it's a good it's a good thing to just do something out of the box, right? And then I would also say to take some time to boast yourself up every day, every single day, something. You look nice today, 
girl, you funny. Yeah. Oh, you got a cute smile. You nice, nice eyes. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But give yourself a compliment every day because you might not get it from another person. So make sure you give it to yourself most importantly because you are important and you are worthy of that compliment. So make sure you give it to yourself. And last but not least, I would say um, cherish the moments. There is nothing wrong with celebrating the small things. Yeah. So yes, you have these goals you're vision casting for. Celebrate along the way. You know, because like, again, you don't know when the time is going to happen when you get these accomplished. So as little things started creeping up, they were like, "Whoo, it's getting closer. Or that's really cool. Or wow. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to be, I think we focus so much on a big goal mm. that we don't live in the moments of our present goals, like the yeah. small goals along the way. And so take that time. Celebrate. Mm. We made it through a pandemic, y'all. Yeah. That's already a celebration enough, right? So gotcha. we're continuously on that. This post-pandemic life, a lot of us have changed and developed, even through listening to this podcast, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other podcasts that they listen to that help them grow in some kind of way. So I encourage you to go back to that. Share this podcast with somebody else who you think is going to benefit or might need to hear, like, hey, listen, you just talked about manifestation. You listen to this. So just... Put yourself out there. Don't be afraid. You can't get anything that you don't ask for. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Peace.